Why not? We're four clicks away. It's 10 a.m. You can drink a beer if you want to. It's usually me drinking the coffee and you drinking the beer, so we're switching things up today. Hey, no, 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 no. We're not switching things up. I'm still drinking a beer. (laughs) Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got to plow through this, uh, (laughs) this coffee cup here, right here. You get way too coherent if you're sober, so we can't have that. Yeah, I don't like being coherent. <laughs> I prefer you to be drunk before noon as many days of the week yes. as possible. I have to, I'm doing volunteering at 6 p.m., so I will be well sobered up by then, <laughs> so this is perfect. Blackout before 11 a.m., so you can sober up by <laughs> 6 p.m. This is what adulthood is all about. Yeah, I think so. Irresponsible adulthood, <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who's, who's you know, keeping track, though? No one. You know, honestly. Yeah, that's my point. How's that beer? Oh, it's delicious. Shout out to mm, Full Steam Brewery from the lo- oh, lovely city of Durham, North Carolina. Gotta love a good Durham, North Carolina visit. You get any chicken and waffles when you were over there? You know, I did not get any chicken and waffles. Uh, I don't like to... Uh, interfere with my enjoyment of the beer. So I had beer for lunch. I, I, I had beer for dinner. And now I'm having beer as a nice little snack while we record this podcast. <laughs> so beer is dessert. Beer is dessert. It will be dessert. This is just a pre-dessert snack beer. I've got another right. beer have... on hand for dessert as soon right. as this one's done. We talking Guinness? What are we talking? Yeah, I got a, I got a Guinness. I'm going to just plop a, a little scoop of ice cream in make a little root beer float but a regular beer float Mm. absolutely delicious oh beer float a beer float i've never had a beer float you've never had a real beer float i've never had a real beer float my god i've had a real fake beer float anyway this is four clicks away (laughs) (laughs) welcome to four clicks away i suppose we Uh, should i'm gonna grab a beer go grab a beer (laughs) all right i'm gonna grab a beer and I'll stall for time, because why would we edit this out when we can just have Jamie stalling for time while Jake is gone? Oh, he's back. Oh, God, he's going to put his headphones on and realize that I was talking this whole time. Oh, no, he's back. Oh, yeah, you you filled in for me this whole time? Yeah. You're I, just talking to yourself? Yeah, don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it. We were having a private moment between me and the audience. I'm sure it was beautiful. Cheers to you, my friend. <laughs> Cheers, dilly dilly. And welcome to Four Clicks Away. The podcast about unexpectedly related topics. My name is Jamie Clare. And I'm Jake Laxer. And on today's episode of Four Clicks Away, we're going to be discussing topics that are four clicks away from Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Right around the corner. Are you excited, Jim? I am Moderately excited, I suppose. Yeah. You know, we're kicking off phase five of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Should be fun. Yeah. I am excited for us to dive deep into Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania in the Hero Hoopla podcast, which is our other podcast we have with a couple other friends. Everybody go make sure you check out the Hoopla podcast. Link's in the description, of course, but we're going to get real into all the Marvel stuff there, so that'd be great. Yeah, love the Hoopla Krupla. It'll be a great time learning all about how the world is going to die 
yet again and <laughs> needs saving. I bet we, they who save are the it? Avengers going to be? I bet the Avengers save the day. I will bet you a billion dollars the Avengers save the day in the end. But what about you, Jake? Are you, are you excited <laughs> for this movie? I say it's a fair bet, but yes, I am very excited for this film. Um, we'll see where things go from here, but uh, you know, everyone's getting a little excited. There's a little controversy being stirred up about the Modoc villain. Whoa, antihero maybe? Yeah, Modoc. So, uh, Modoc. I didn't yeah, know Modoc so. was in it. What's a Modoc? Yeah, uh, like a weird floating chair villain guy. Oh uh, no! So, the spooky yeah. furniture is coming for us. <laughs> Watch out! The insects yeah, so are going to get squashed by a chair. <laughs> so be prepared. All right. Anyhow, uh, let's dive into uh, <laughs> into our clicks here. How do you feel about that, Jim? Yeah. Anyway, this we're not talking about Marvel stuff. We're talking about stuff that's four clicks away from Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Because this Indeed. is the four clicks away podcast where Jake and I we go down little Wikipedia rabbit holes. We both started at the same beam, Wikipedia beam, page beam. for this new Quantum Mania movie, but we went. Four clicks away, we each followed four different hyperlinks to end up at Wikipedia pages that you would think are completely unrelated to each other. But, indeed, they are actually quite similar. And that's what we're going to tell you guys about today. These two seemingly unrelated topics that are both four clicks away from Quantumania are actually more closely related than anybody would ever guess. So, Jake, Mm. why don't you kick us off and tell us where you ended up four clicks away from Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania. Sure. I have, something, uh, I have something that's sort of near and dear to your heart, Jim, as well as your cholesterol level. Uh, I arrived at pizza delivery. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It's not DiGiorno. It's delivery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's correct. This is, not, this is not a home service. This is delivery to your home. Wow. Let me tell you. There is a historical significance behind this art that has developed in society. Is there really? Uh, when I'm it, calling when it was a, the yeah, first yeah. pizza ever delivered? You know, there are, there's throwbacks to Naples back in 1800s when pizzas used to be delivered in these copper-like containers, stacked copper-like containers called... I'll let you take a guess. You want to just take a guess? Pizza what boxes. Guess? Yeah! <laughs> but, <laughs> A pizza box is yeah, yeah, Italian pizza, for pizza the, box. The, the, yeah, uh, but you know, translated archaically, uh, stufas, stufas. Yeah, that's what the name is. Of the that pizza where stuffed crust pizza came from? <laughs> stufa you know, the crust. A stufa the crust. The crust. <laughs> anyway, I'm bad yeah, at that's Italian. Exactly where that's it came fine. From. No, hey, you're doing great, man. And I, you know, I I applaud you for putting yourself out there. But the important thing is. You know, this is a series of, of years, of decades, of, of, you know, an extended period centuries? of time. Of You're going to say centuries? centuries. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say centuries. I just wanted to skip some of the millennia, but that, that's, they haven't been around that long. <laughs> or maybe they have, who knows? Since the beginning of time, <laughs> yeah, since, since Queen Margarita herself <laughs> delivered the first pizza. <laughs> But yeah, in the, you know, there have been iterations of pizza delivery throughout, throughout the period of time. And let me tell you, our favorite little, uh, you, you know, that three-prong little plastic device that sits atop a pizza? Oh, yeah, the little tiny you know, table that you put in the middle? 
Yeah, you that's, know that that was that's the table that yeah. Ant Man and the Wasp use when they're dining on a delicious <laughs> slice. Yeah, you'll see Modoc, you'll see Kang the Conqueror, <laughs> and you'll see Ant Man just hanging around right on top of a pizza in the quantum realm. Um, but that's fine because thanks to Carmela Vital in 1985, we now have the Pizza Saver. I've always wondered what that thing was called. I've always that wondered. That makes one of us. <laughs> And so what does it do? It just just stops the box from collapsing on top of the pizza? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happens. A Um, technological marvel. Yeah, I would say. (laughs) You know, right up there with with the the Eiffel Tower, with, uh, you know, just think of all of the amazing, wonderful world wonder Stonehenge. (laughs) We got the pizza saver. (laughs) You ran out of technological marvels after one. Not but the yeah, iPhone, <laughs> not the internet. No, no, no. not just the automobile. The, the, <laughs> the Eiffel Tower and I don't know rocks, stone. <laughs> the Eiffel greatest Tower, technology Stonehenge. in human history. A pile of rocks. <laughs> Can't forget the the pyramids. You gotta love the pyramids, you know. Uh, but a anyhow, pointy pile yeah, of rocks. A very pointy. Pile Do you think of that rocks. the pizza um, slice was designed based on the pyramid? You know. And that's that's why pizzas were being delivered back in the 1800s. These were things they were thinking about because this is fundamental pizza architecture we're talking <laughs> here. This is what it's all about. Fundamental pizza architecture. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about the stuffed crust. You know, this is, this is basic stupid crust slice. Yeah, the pyramid. I get the one pyramid. A stone head with pepperoni. And then you put the Eiffel Tower, a pizza, a pizza saver on the top of the pizza. Yeah, that's see. This is how it all happens. You know, we're we're growing, we're learning. Um, but you know, there are a few other exciting, you know, things about pizza delivery, Jim. But I don't want to bore you. I don't want to bore you. I want to hear what you you clicked to, and I will get back to you with these fun hidden nuggets that, that I can't wait to throw Ooh, in your direction. Nugget pizza. Yeah, <laughs> a little Burger King, new iteration, Papa John's a combo. new iteration. <laughs> Yeah. Someone tell the press. (laughs) You know, before we started this episode, you would have thought that your topic of pizza delivery and my topic were as far separated as possible, especially on the intellectual scale, on the importance to human society metric. Of course. Because where I ended up four clicks away is the Nobel Prize... For physiology oh. and medicine. <laughs> oh my god. Specifically physiology and medicine? Yeah. Which is one of the oh, five uh, original Nobel Prizes that Alfred Nobel set up upon oh. his passing. As he wished to leave a legacy of good in this world, he wanted to recognize people who made wonderful contributions to the field of physics, to the field of chemistry to the field of physiology and medicine, which we'll talk about today. Oh, we to, certainly will. Uh, literature, and to peace. But you know, who gives a shit about the Nobel Peace Prize? You know, I, I like how you bring up how Alfred was, was here to bring some good in this world. It felt, felt very Frodo-esque to me. It sounds like we're about to go on an adventure, and I'm, I'm excited. We are about to go on an adventure, this. because yeah. he, you know, uh, he was a pretty smart dude, I guess. Uh, but he didn't necessarily I do, he didn't leave a great legacy before this prize. 
Uh, he, oh, no? He led to, you know, the death of a shitload of people. Oh. Because oh. he was inventing things like dynamite. Oh, my God. I never knew this. Yeah, so he, he got rich off inventing uh, stuff that killed people. And oh then as he was God. dying... And now we was, have a prize about him. Yeah. Congrats. You <laughs> killed the most people. <laughs> you get the Alfred Medal. <laughs> and people celebrate this nowadays. This yeah. is crazy. And they get cash. It's wild. <laughs> How many people have you... Oh, my God. This is... Did Jeffrey Dahmer win this, win this award? How many, how many, how much cash did he make? Um, that's it. Well, so the award is nine million krona for is the this crypto to whoever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many, how many doge coins is that? That's about 50 quadrillion doge coins. Uh, no, it, it's krona, <laughs> the, uh, the currency of Sweden. Oh, I see. So you get roughly. 900,000 American dollars for winning the Nobel oh. Prize. But it's typically split up between two or three individuals. It's very rare that one person wins the award by themselves. Uh, sure. But there have been some, some really cool people who have won the award for uh, physiology and medicine. The okay. first one uh, in 1901 was given to a guy named Emil von Bering. For his work. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, he was great, dude. He basically invented uh, vaccines for diphtheria and tetanus. Diphtheria oh and tetanus. I, I actually really do love that guy. I don't know. Thank God we Some have that Some good shit. <laughs> yeah. And, I don't know um, how, how, this, how this award for exploding humans with dynamite translates <laughs> to diphtheria saving, but my God, I am thrilled. What a 180 on this dude's legacy. <laughs> Which really makes you think, what's going to be our legacy, Jake? What's going to be the legacy of Four Clicks Away? Are I can we only gonna... <laughs> imagine what... Yeah, the Four I'm Clicks Away I'm hoping for the dynamite path. I want us to <laughs> yeah. be... I want this podcast to lead to so Let's much terribleness back. in human history. <laughs> How much money do would people get from our podcast, though? The Four Clicks Away Award awards how many chromas? Chromias. Cronas. <laughs> <laughs> Krona. It sounds it, Krona. It, I I swear it sounds like Thanos is like sixth infinity, infinity stone. Yeah, he had four gems and then just a pile of gold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But please proceed. Please proceed. Uh, I mean, we won't have to go into all these details, but there are you know a bunch of really cool things. Um, most recently, a, a Swedish dude whose name I won't even pretend to pronounce correctly, but I'll say it incorrectly. <laughs> Svante Pabo. <laughs> I, I think you pronounce it correctly. That sounded pretty correct to me. <laughs> he got the award in, uh, this past award in, in October of 2022 uh, for some of his discoveries on the genomes of extinct hominin, homin, hominins. Hominins and and discoveries, you know, going along with human evolution and stuff like that. How does that benefit us? I'll tell you exactly how it benefits us. I feel like it benefits. Go on. Now we know where we came from. Oh, we started out back in the day. Twenty three and me. Now it's it's twenty. He got the Nobel Prize for twenty (laughs) three and me. He won 23,000 chromas. 
Corona. <laughs> corona. I'm drinking a Corona right now. You want 23,000 Coronas. I'm drinking Corona. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> he found uh, his beach, so go on. I'll tell you why it's important. Because it, it brings us back to our roots, right? Back when we yeah. were just cavemen, hunters, gatherers, living oh. the simple life. Oh. But, but you know what they did not have? What really sparked the revolution of humanity that led us to this place where we have all these Nobel Prize winning scientists doing such incredible work? They were fueled by pizza delivery. You think they're sitting in their labs late at night <laughs> and they're going to go home and cook food? No way. They need There's food zero to be chance. delivered to them so they can keep working. <laughs> How are they going to work 20 hours a day if they have to waste all this time traveling to the pizza joint? They need that food delivered right to them. Of course. And let me get this straight, Jim. Out of all of the recipients of the physiological uh, Nobel Prize, um, tell me, are the large majority of them outside the continental U.S.? Uh, that's a great question. I didn't see a specific breakdown. I think recently there's been a lot of Americans winning the prize. Sure. But historically, oh it's, it's been a lot of Europe. It's probably like a, a decent mix of European and, and Americans. The reason I ask is because, you know, the delivery fee in of itself is something that's really, really localized to the Americas. So I ask this because I imagine the Europeans and beyond. <laughs> the Europeans and beyond. <laughs> the Europeans and beyond have, have opportunities to focus more on their work because they're paying less for the pizza guy. That's true. You know? But these Americans, they're, they're, they've got so much chromers that they can- Oh my God. <laughs> they've got the chromia. They're stealing all the chromers. <laughs> stealing all the chromers. They get that Nobel Prize <laughs> award and they can just buy so much pizza delivery with it. Yeah. So, so is it really, it, honestly, in other places you don't pay a delivery fee? That must be nice. Yeah. In a lot of places you don't uh, around the globe, uh, whether it's Asia, Africa, um, you know, it's, it's pretty impressive. Man, pretty no impressive. delivery fees, no tips. You can tip if you'd like. Oh, well, it's I not would customary not. though. Not I customary. absolutely would not like to. Yeah. I want now, them to tip me. Let me tell you. Now, let me tell you though. I think, I think, in the United States, it is justified for tipping, um, considering, uh, you know, there have been multiple reports over the years of, uh, you know, pizza delivery people getting kidnapped, murdered, bored <laughs> while on the job. So I feel like a tip is appropriate. Uh, <laughs> that, but, that actually brings me to uh, another yeah. reason why these two <laughs> topics are so closely related to each other. Sure. I'm going to take you on a little story, if that's okay. If you'll mm -hmm. indulge me in story I love time. stories. I will indulge. Please, please go on. We have our good friend, Dr. David Julius, who won the oh, Nobel what? Prize in 2021 for the discovery of oh. receptors for temperature and touch, right? So he's okay, doing all this sure. stuff to figure out how the human body feels things. He's in the right. lab late at night working away on his, on his little biology subjects, and he feels a rumble in his tumble. He's like, I got to get some pizza Ooh. in me, stat. So what does he do? Of course. Gets a pizza, of course. And he's not going to go to the place. He's got to get that delivered. So the pizza of guy course. shows up to the lab, like, knock, knock, knock. I got a, I got a large pepperoni for 
David Julius. <laughs> and then David Julius says, yes, come into the lab, Sonny. <laughs> Jesus, he's like Gollum. <laughs> yeah, just a hermit that's been just so ostracized from society. He's so, so invested in his little me, me, me receptor work. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure every scientist is a little Gollum. Yeah. I th- from my experience, at least, they're all little golems. Yeah. <laughs> in case you guys are wondering, you know, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings is very much on the mind. We're back in our Hobbit Hoople podcast. That's a little shout out to that. Be sure to check that out. Back to you, Jim. Back to me. Back to the important part. We don't back care about you. the Hoopla podcast. Yeah. We care about weird little goblin scientists. <laughs> yeah, of course. And of so course. he brings the pizza delivery boy into the lab and starts testing how sensitive he is to temperature and touch and starts feeding him hot slices of pizza directly into his face when they haven't even cooled down. Oh my God. And then he won the freaking Nobel prize for that. Can you believe it? (laughs) (laughs) I actually can believe it. That's impressive. And you know, one thing, one thing, Jim, I think, you know, is the fact that he enjoyed this pizza because this is all about, this is all about, creative inventiveness this is about iterations of of technology of of science and you know i think one of his favorite people on earth is again our our renowned carmela vital who invented the pizza saver our little pizza topping that saved the pizza so he's saving receptors she's saving pizza a nobel prize (laughs) nobel peace prize thank you that is what i need Give our friend some some Kronas. She deserves it. <laughs> Anyhow, um, Jim, I think these two topics are pretty pretty well related. What do you think? Yeah. You know, if you had told me before we started this recording that pizza delivery and the Nobel Prize for medicine were closely related, I would have said you're a fool. But you know what we've right. learned here today is they actually are pretty related. They're both incredible advancements in technology. Being able to transport a pizza from the oven miles away to someone's <laughs> mouth and keeping it still oh, wow. moderately warm is equally, if not more, important and impressive than discovering, you know, that DNA exists. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, honestly, has a larger impact on society, <laughs> sadly, but realistically, than, uh, yeah. The DNA aspect. Definitely more people have had pizza delivery than know what DNA is. That's a fact. <laughs> and for more facts, be sure to return to the Hobbit. I mean, the Four no. Clicks Away podcast. He's getting confused. This is Four Clicks I'm Away. Getting confused. <laughs> oh my god, what podcast are we doing? Uh. <laughs> so speaking of Four Clicks Away, what Four Clicks did you take to get from Quantumania to pizza delivery? Now, Jim, you're really going to appreciate this because this is going to tie back into our start of the episode. Um, so, originally, we started at Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, right? Did a little scrolly scroll onto and clicked Modoc. He's the floating chair guy. The floating chair guy. Yeah, exactly. And so, for some whatever reason, Modoc is related to this song um which 
I found great interest in the title. Bibi Goto Damarong. Uh, can you sing that for me, please? Uh, uh, I can. <laughs> Baby Goto Damarong. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and that continue. led me please to... Continue. I'm sure everybody listening well, would love to hear. That's a slight preview. Uh, in case you would like to see the rest of the song, please tune into our next episode. Um, <laughs> you, need, but... you need to buy Jake's album on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful album. Five stars. Can't miss it. Anyhow, that was by the band Monster Magnet. So I clicked on this song, which led me to Power Trip. I don't know how the two are related, but somehow the clicks deemed so. And so I arrived at Power Trip. And one of the other songs related to Monster is, uh, you know, another one of their songs is Space Lord. And that was in Talladega Nights. So I clicked on Talladega Nights because who wouldn't pick on the ballad of Ricky Bobby, of course, you know? Is that four um, clicks already? Which, no, that's three. Modoc and then Modoc Power Trip Talladega Nights. Oh, you, I thought <laughs> you clicked lastly, on the song title. Well, I I did, but it went to a different different name. I right? see. I see. Sorry I, to interrupt. And I can also see the confusion. No, you are fine. I I know I've had past issues of clicking. And this so has from- been a historical <laughs> a historical complication for me, but I'm working on counting 1 to 4. Notorious Anyhow, we're bad on click counter. number 3. <laughs> I'm no math man, but I'm trying my best. Anyhow, within Talladega Nights, we see a pizza delivery guy and thus I clicked pizza delivery. Well Give me done. four out of four. Well give me four done. out of four. I'm, Thank you. Hey, that's one of the best clickings I've ever seen. I'm going to give you a four out of four on that one all day, oh, every Oh, thanks, day. Jim. Fantastic. I appreciate you. You're a great human being. I would say I it would might say even be better than, than my clicks. Alfred Nobel. I would say better than Alfred Nobel. The only type of clicking he did was click, click, boom, which is <laughs> <laughs> not quite as enjoyable if you're on the receiving end of the old click, click. Indubitably. <laughs> so where'd you go, Jim? Tell me about your four clicks. I'm very excited to hear. I just want to know. I went on a very different route than you. I went on a more scientific oh, yeah. route uh, because, you know, I am Did you? the smarter host of the Four Clicks Away podcast, the, the one who's <laughs> well, better at you're counting, the, host. the one who's... <laughs> you, you can count better. <laughs> <laughs> so my first click uh, was... <laughs> I don't think anyone's in debate here, by the way. We're we're all in agreement with you, Jim. We're all on the same page. Please proceed. What do you mean we? Are you having trouble counting to one? <laughs> no, I'm I'm agreeing with the audience. <laughs> Again. They're all listening. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm breaking the fourth wall. Speaking of breaking the fourth please wall. Please proceed. This click has nothing to do with it, but my first click was the electron microscope. Ooh, sciencey lets you see really I, tiny yeah. things like the Ant Man. <laughs> Is that why you 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 know invested yourself in science, Jim, so you could see the quantum realm? One of these days, I will find the quantum bad guy, and I will say, "What's up, dude?" <laughs> With an electron microscope, <laughs> like, hey, you want to get blasted good, by some electrons, luck. my friend? <laughs> good luck, my friend. <laughs> From there, I went to luminescence. Oh, that's a fun word. Yeah. It's like things lighting up and shit. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. From there, you, I went to radioactive... Oh. De- <laughs> 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 I thought, went- I'd, thought I'd hit you with that real fast. That's very sweet You're of welcome. you. You're welcome. You're welcome. From there, I went that's to radioactive here. decay, 
which is, you know, useful for some things, deadly for other yeah. things. And then from there, Alfred's loving that click. <laughs> Alfred, Alfred is really loves it. Them. He's like, "Give me the yeah. deadly part, please." And then pretend <laughs> yeah. like that was nice when I'm dead. Right. <laughs> uh, and then from there, I went to the Nobel Prize for physiology or medicine. I'm very proud of you. That was that was good. Good resounding four clicks. I I applaud you for your journey. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I think we did a great job yeah. clicking today. I think we had a wonderful adventure and we found out that the Nobel Prize in Physiology and Medicine is actually pretty much the same as being a pizza delivery guy. Yeah, I would say one and the same. Um and Jim, I, you know, I mentioned super fun facts. I I'm sorry, I'm dying to say it. I'm dying to throw it out there. Do you mind if I hit you with two fun facts? Hit me pizza? with as many as you can count. <laughs> All right, so I have two. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so let me tell you, uh, the height of pizza delivery, the, the precipice of pizza delivery is at this certain time of year, and that is New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve loves some good pizza delivery, right? That's when it's the busiest of out of all of the times of 365 days. Of course. I mean, that's, the most, there are... that's the most pizza-ish time, <laughs> right? Of course. What, what more um, could you but... want on a New Year's Eve? You're there. I, a pizza. You got a fancy pizza. sequin dress on. Mm. You've been starving yourself that. for a full week since Christmas ended. You've been just waiting for this delicious Domino's to get dropped <laughs> off on your doorstep right at 11.59. So as soon as yeah. the ball drops, you take that pizza saver off and you just start shoving slices in your mouth. <laughs> oh my God. Right in, right in the face. That's You'd actually love to see it. one of my traditions. I know a lot of people will kiss a loved one at midnight. <laughs> What I'll do is I'll do that thing where you link arms with someone as if you're like going to drink champagne together. But we do that with slices of delivery pizza. That's actually beautiful. Yeah. I, you know, I may implement that not, not just like annually in my daily routine. <laughs> just anytime I have pizza, I'm going to link arms with my lunch mate. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love a good lunch mate. Gotta love a good pizza. Anyhow... That being said, there are like super unscheduled events that can result in like heavy pizza ordering. And one of the highest sales periods in pizza delivery history was during, and this is so random to me. And Wait, can I, I guess? I'd love to find out. Can I guess? Yeah, you can guess. Yeah. Was it the OJ Simpson car track race? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how, yes. Did, how did you know? How did you know? I don't know. That was just, you said something and it sparked a distant memory that I had from the past. I heard that before sometime that everyone was just ordering pizza watching the OJ Simpson car chase. Dude, yeah, I think that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that is I think wild. that's absolutely insane. I, I'm also mind blown right now that you that you had had that stored back in the mems. Dude, that's, we uh, just said impressive. two minutes ago that I'm the smart person on the podcast. Of course I know that. <laughs> you haven't all said right. anything that I don't already know all night. <laughs> all right, great. Now now everyone has proof. Everyone understands. We're all on the same page. And now that we're ending the episode Very on a high good. note, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Four Clicks Away. Be sure to tune in next week. We'll talk about something else. And sure to be a good time. Keep on clicking. <laughs> <laughs>
the way you were like describing how it's like random events that cause spikes, something just clicked and I had heard that little factoid before. Something clicked. <laughs> Four times, baby. 